This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of But God Can, How to Stop Striving and Live Purposefully and Abundantly, written and narrated by Becky Kaiser and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with B.J. and J.P. Hello, everyone. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Builder Better Us crew. This podcast is rolling. We popping. We trying to get it going. And we out here, man. We just trying to help these people, right? Yeah, we just want to serve people, man. I, I think, you know, part of the issue is people don't like to be served, but they want to be saved. Huh. Yeah. We just here to help serve and save the people. You're right, man. 100%. I am. So excited I'm excited to be here with you guys. For sure, for sure. I'm grateful. I don't know if they're grateful or not, but this is a, a win-win for both of us. And if you listen long enough, it'll definitely be a win for you. And speaking of wins, we today we're talking about wins and losses. Woo! Oh, man. Wins and losses. Yes. What do you mean, wins and losses? So oftentimes in life, people don't understand that the things that they're doing, saying, participating in, aren't benefiting them in the way that they think it is. Uh huh. <laughs> in the in the way that they think it is, and today we want to help y'all recognize some ways in which you may be taking L's or you may be winning. Maybe you're doing some things right. Everything got to be how you're feeling. Um, but we just want to help y'all discern the difference between wins and losses, and when to what did they say? Uh, uh, know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Oh my goodness gracious! Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. JP, so what are some L's you've taken? I mean, you know, if, if, we're, if we're doing an episode on wins and losses, you've taken some L's and didn't probably didn't even know it. Bro, so the most recent thing that was almost an L, because, um, I mean, the list of L's goes on and on and on. Okay, But gotcha. I'm, I'm realizing in this generation we live in now, um, everything's being recorded, everything's being watched. Uh, people are hoping to go viral for both the wrong and right reasons. But I was recently on an airplane going out of town and there was, uh, you know, Southwest. So I don't I don't fly Southwest often, not because it's anything wrong oh, you with black Southwest. Bougie. OK, I, I mean, bro, I'm just saying I've been you on Delta fly. for a long what, time, what do you bro. Fly? What do you fly? I, soul, uh... <laughs> nah, so I wish it was a soul plane. Everybody yeah, make my life easier, man. <laughs> I just been doing Delta for a while. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Delta has, has served some good purposes for me. So I had to get used to the idea, you know, not can't choose your seats early unless you want to pay for them. I don't, I don't even know if you can pay for your seats early on, on on Southwest. But, you know, me and my wife were going out of town for a wedding, pull up to this older gentleman who happened to be of the, uh, I guess, Caucasian uh, persuasion. Uh, he's a different persuasion. Yeah, different persuasion. <laughs> and um, my wife, you know, steps to him and asks, can we sit down? Apparently he doesn't hear her or ignores her, whatever the case may be. And at this point, I, you know, have to make a split second decision. Do I, is this a, a time for I want justice to be served? Or do I just go find another seat? So, so my wife found another Hold seat. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Did you say justice to be served? I mean, that in my mind, everything is, is justice and injustice. I mean, we're on Southwest. You can't just ignore people when they want to sit down. There ain't no saving seats. So I'm like, okay. well, 
This is an unjust thing that it just happened to That's me. a justice as a justice issue. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? It may not be we shall overcome justice, but it's still an yeah. injustice. It's something okay. that's happening, okay. right? Yeah. So I uh so as we're you know, the the seat that my wife finds is right behind the guy, you know, like diagonally or whatever. So I'm facing her away from him and I say, Man, people out here ignoring folks on Southwest. Is it that serious? Like, what's happening right now? And so the guy says, Oh, 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 I wasn't trying to ignore you. Um, I'm like, well, that's amazing how you could hear me with my back turned to you as we're past you, but when we were Whoa. standing right next to you, you couldn't hear us. Like, that's an amazing Whoa. thing. Um, and so I forget the series of events, but it got to a point where the guy says, why are you being such a something? I don't remember what he said, but I said, man, I just asked you a simple question. You know what I mean? We just ask and we sit next to you. And then the guy jumps to, is it ask or is it X? And I was like, Axe. oh, boy. Did he correct your English on this? Well, did first he, of did all. Did he get your English together? He bruh, got your English together? Listen, I don't even know if I said X. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not even, I'm not from that part of the country where X and ask is a big thing. I think ask is what I say. Can I ask you a question? You know what I'm saying? He had to get your English together. You need to get your English together, Dave. I'm pretty sure he was just being that guy. I'm pretty sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, my again, my vocabulary, I'm not saying that I'm winning spelling bees or nothing like that. But I, <laughs> I, I think I'm past the point in life where ask. And X is a thing that I'm, you know, have to deal with. Okay. So, so at this point in time, I was like, oh, this is this has become a reminder that I'm still in Georgia. I th- I'm feeling like this is what this has become, right? So okay. between him and and me realizing like this doesn't need to escalate anymore, then I try to de-escalate the situation. Apparently, it's too late at that point in time. So then there's an older black man that is sitting next to me uh, across the aisle. Him and the, the older white dude get into it, and next thing you know. All I hear is the black dude say, did you call me a boy? Ah. Oh, boy. And at this point, I was like, all right. I've seen too many of these videos. I didn't see what happens when people call 911. I immediately run and I go snitch. I go. Was direct. there a barbecue on this plane? <laughs> nah, never. Was it was about to be. It was about to be a fire. It was. It was about to be an unquenchable fire. Uh, so there was bro, a barbecue on this plane with bro, a lady with a cell phone. That's ahead, it, bro. man. Barbara, Barbara Hayden, man. She want raisins in her in her potato salad. So I immediately run back to the steward, the steward, the stewardess, the plane crew. I'm like, hey, man, there's a guy up here being belligerent. He's you know talking reckless. Da 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 da. And so we talk about wins and losses, right? So long story short is that in that moment, which is different from previous times in my life being younger, I realized like, oh, somebody's going to take an L in this situation. Hmm. If I don't go and get ahead of the curb, if I don't go ahead and make sure that this is taken care of from my end, that I don't intervene first, this is going to go in a direction that I don't think it needs to go in. And again, that's maturity, that's growth and development, because in previous times I was like, yo, let's pipe up. Let's go wherever we need to go. Let's make this happen. But in this yeah. situation, I was like, nah, this isn't going to work, man. So bottom line is the viral situation that we live in 2018, somebody's going to record something. It's going to go somewhere I don't need it to go. Only because of the th- the climate that we're in now where when 911 comes, dudes is getting drug out of places. I decided to, you know, head them off at the pass. But really, just really boiled down to the maturity level that I'm at now. Like, once I realized this, this wasn't going to go the way I intended it, I thought dude would have said, oh, my bad, man. I'm just trying to say this deceit for my wife. I apologize. I didn't hear you. You know, I think dude was on a random mission anyway because the lady went from being his wife to being his partner to being all, you know what I'm saying? I think he was just up to something. He might have been cheating on his wife and hopefully that, oh, ho- hoping no, no, that he didn't no, no, get no, caught. No, I thought she was on a stop snitching campaign. Bro. Nah, what man. I think, dude, I didn't say his name. I just think he was up to something. And, and what I realized in that moment when people are anxious about stuff, when people are worked up about stuff, when people have like worries of their own, 
me yeah. trying to insert sarcasm or me trying to assert myself and defend my wife's honor, it just it just wasn't necessary. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and that could have really ended up in being something that arrest could have been made, could have missed a flight, could have been delayed, could have missed my intentional, you know, what I was going out of town for. I just had to be an adult in that situation. Yeah. Now I have a whole list of L's. I can think of many times of L's. I mean, when I think of an L, you know, thank God you didn't get into the uh, Southwest situation. You know, we didn't go viral. Right. Um, Cause you could have been viral. It could have been, so, you know, we just want to praise the most high because <laughs> you didn't go viral on that one. Um, when I think about L's, I think about, I mean, I have so many L's. I, I think about the times where, man, I was just so happy go lucky to be in a situation you know, assuming that it was all good and it was not. Uh, I remember a time trying to connect with, you know, quote unquote mentor and, you know, sharing with people how great this person was and how much I loved being around them. And, you know, every time I'd be around them, I'd just be asking a ton of questions. And, you know, because it was very new to me to the idea of having a mentor and what that meant. And I never forget just one day being with a friend and I was like, man, you know, this person is so great. They're so this and so that. And, you know, the the person said to me, I don't want to be rude to you, but I need to tell you that this person said every time they see you, you, you're like a little puppy to them. Oh, man. I said, oh, no. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, no, man. This is my mentor, right? Dang. And I think, yeah, I took an L on that one, man. I think at that moment, I started realizing, like, man, I thought it was all good. You know, my, you know, my sincere intentions was just to get close to a person just to learn. And I didn't realize I was taking an L because I was giving too much information without paying attention to the fact that this person really was never truly interested in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and though I was pushing the agenda, you know, they were just kind of putting up with me, right? Dang. And L because I realized very quickly because I had not a good sense of self awareness. You know, I took a loss because here this person was a quote unquote my mentor and they were completely disgusted by my engagement with them, no matter how sincere it was. So, yeah, that was one. That's one personal L. I I still need to go to counseling for that L. (laughs) I'm here for you, bro. I'm here. (laughs) I appreciate it, man. I I need John Parker. Right. Uh, I'm going to go to see John Roar to get some counseling in this situation. Come through. Yeah, man. What do you think? What are some L's that you've taken, man? You go, yo, this is an L that I've taken. Or what are some some stories of some people or some L's you've seen them take? Man, it's in highlighting, you know, I'm a a, a surveyor of of the current cultures, right? Okay. and, And what I'm seeing now in the times that we live in is that people aren't really concerned enough about what they say or do in the present and how that it'll never go away. Right. Tweets don't go away. Facebook posts don't go away. Um, The things that we think we're doing when nobody's watching don't go away because somebody's always watching. You know, there's there's a a closed circuit television always running. There's a you know what I mean? A, A GoPro always on the move. And if we don't concern ourselves with the images 
that we, not even the images, but if we don't concern ourselves with the day-to-day doing, small things like the, and this is, this is you know, a kind of crude example, but it's not crude in the sense of like it being inappropriate. So there's a, a senator, I don't know if he was in, I can't remember, I should have the dude's name on tip my tongue, but he's- Avenue uh, Wiener. Oh, well, that's Wiener is another guy. That Wow. So, yes, I wasn't going to mention <laughs> he him. He took an L. This is the, we could do a whole episode. He, yes, he took a giant L. Yeah, yeah, but there's ahead. a guy, I don't know if he's a senator or a congressman or whatever. He stepped down because he got accused of being physically abusive to women, right? Woo! But the thing is, he was being accused of being physically abusive while committing sexual acts, right? So it wasn't like he was out here beating up women on the street. It wasn't like he was beating up his wife. But this dude was doing some, you know, some, some, doing some deeds with women. And he liked, to, he liked to get a little rough, right? And so I use this as an example of even the things that you think you're doing in the privacy of your own home or hotel room or wherever you are. If you aren't careful in what you're doing, these things can come out. And when them skeletons yeah. come out of the closet, bro, your careers can be over. Yeah. You know, and so that's an extreme place with somebody that's probably has some fame or notoriety. But just because you don't think if you're listening, you feel like, well, I'm just a regular person. I'm just an average person. It's average people that get memed every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. It's, it's every day. It's barbecue. Regular. Listen Bruh. to this, bro. Listen to this. <laughs> if you call the police at a barbecue, yeah. because black people are barbecuing, you could become a global meme. Global. Global. Yeah, 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 I've seen her on everything from they out here thriving and surviving good times. <laughs> like, like she's been everywhere. You know what I'm saying? She has been everywhere. And then once you, once that happens, your life gets drugged. People uh-huh. find out your address. They find out your phone number. They find out where, you know what I'm saying, where, you, where your kids are. And what I'm trying to help the listener understand is that, man, these L's that are taking place right now, these things are going they're leaving the privacy of your home or yeah. a conversation or a park and they're going worldwide man and we have to be really concerned and understand that the presence we're not even the presence the footprint that we leave digitally the footprint that yeah. we leave you know or live out here in this world can potentially outlive us yeah that's a good point you know what's interesting to me is that when it comes to taking a win, a loss, a loss to me is an absence of consciousness, right? It's like you start believing that you don't have to be conscious. I remember growing up and just hearing like, oh, this person is conscious. And being conscious was a negative thing, like to be aware of self, to be aware of your activity, to be aware of your habits, was a negative thing. And, and you know, man, if you're talking about losses now, the Me Too movements, you realize if you're not conscious, you are taking the L. Right. Right. You are given, um, what do they call it? Dunce hat. You remember the dunce hat? <laughs> oh, I've that, had a that's dunce who, hat. Am I, am I aging myself by saying this? Bruh. You're getting I've... the dunce hat mm-hmm. right now. And, and so I would say part of what, I, what I've observed with people, even to my clients, is man, they just haven't considered it. They, their minds really believe that they're immune to having to scrutinize their own behavior yeah. and having to determine their own agenda. And, and that, and I think part of it is there is the assumption that there are zero consequences mm-hmm. if the if there are not immediate consequences for it. And so part of my observation is. Man, people think because something hasn't happened now that it won't catch up. But the truth of the matter is this. If you refuse to live by 
the idea of having an agenda for yourself, you will find yourself at the agenda, at the mercy of the agenda of others. Because that's the issue is that you've already predetermined some of the outcomes that you desire and you will not take a loss in those things, right? Right, right. What do you think? What are some things that you wish you would have learned or understood before about taking an L or gaining some wins in life? The biggest thing I think for me it's realizing when you're younger and you just want to prove a point, mm. I've like in marriage, right? They say, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Right? Uh, and, happy while you have your life. That doesn't sound yeah. like that. Go ahead. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It ain't biblical, but you know what I'm saying? It, it works in the situation. So I think that when, if I had known in the early age, <laughs> being safe was better than being right. Being happy was better than being right. Mm. Um, making friends was better than being right. Being a wise steward over my my time was better than being right. Like I spent a lot of time just like being dogmatic about stuff. I spent a lot wow. of time like living by arbitrary rules that just made sure that I was always the person that was the most uh, I don't know the most those for lack of a better word the most right. You know what I mean? Instead of building relationships with people and seeing things from their perspective and and allowing, you know, for the sake of friendship or for the sake of, you know, just camaraderie, allowing someone to 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 be right, you know what I mean? Even if they are wrong, but just to, you know, walk with them a little bit longer before I start inserting myself into their uh the category of being right versus them being wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if I can go back and do some things over, I would just spend more time just listening to people and hearing their stories and understanding them as opposed to trying to correct them. Um, mm. and, and you know, is it ask or ask? You know what I mean? Just really, ask. just you know what I mean? Ask. Just yo, let hey, me. bro, you straight got corrected on that joint, bro. Like, we need you to start working on your vernacular. Bro. I, I do, apparently, man. Ask, you, ask. You know? Did you say ask? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to speak correct. Um, Before we yeah, address the fact point. whether or not I ignored you, let's get that together. But anyway, yeah, man. No, no. So what I would say is some things that I've learned is it's okay to have an agenda, right? Mm-hmm. An agenda isn't necessarily a negative thing. I, I've learned over the years, man, that having an agenda was negative. People with an agenda of negative. And here's the truth of the matter. If you don't have your agenda, you're living on someone else's agenda, right? right and so right. I think what agenda does is it sets purpose in everything that you take a loss when you don't have purpose. And and people that I know and love who don't set an agenda find themselves at the mercy of people who do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, instead of saying, this is what I want to do. And, and what I would say is, when you don't set an agenda, you find yourself bitter over time when you discover that everyone is progressing in what they desire except for you. Right. 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 That's the loss. Yeah. If we're honest. The real loss is when you realize you spent so much time trying just to fit in, trying just to be there, trying just to be these things. Only to realize after a decade or more, you haven't moved any further than what you were when you first started. Right. Come on. Right. Yeah. And so the lessons that I've learned about an agenda is that you need to have an agenda. Right. I I don't Mm -hmm. go into a conversation without an agenda. I actually think very concisely about what do I want to accomplish by saying this. Now, again, the times when I don't think about it, I take a loss. Right. Because I got to say what I felt. And I got to say what I, you know, what I was thinking, 
but I did not think what would happen afterwards. And so one thing that I've learned is this, you need to be considering not just what you're about to do, but what will be the outcome of what it is that's going to happen afterwards? And are you okay? Or is that your intent for the outcome? Right. Right. Um, and so that's one important thing that I've learned about those things. Anything else, Jay, what, what have you learned about taking a win and, and important lessons you wish you would have known about gaining wins? Yeah. Winning can sometimes look like losing. Mm, what, do you, what do you mean by this? What, what, what do you mean? Because of our pride, because of how we're wired sometimes to want to come out seeming as if we were on top, mm. we will make a fool of ourselves or we will belittle others or we will um, harm other people and sometimes harm ourselves for the sake of seeming as if we won. Oh, my goodness. What, g- give me an example. What, what do you mean? Because our listeners don't know what you mean. What, what do you mean by that? Give me well, an example. I'll, I'll go to, you know, low, hang, low hanging fruit. So, you know, talk about the happy wife, happy life. Right. So yeah, yeah. there there are many times in my seven year marriage in the beginning. Um, it's very infrequent now. But before, you know, first year, first two years for the sake of proving a point and for the sake of me being the victor, it may seem as if, hey, yeah, wife you blew it this time and I'm going to let you know you blew it. And it makes me look like the better person. It makes me look like I'm the winner in that situation. But what I've done is I've created a complex for my wife. I've created a level of insecurity for her. I've created Mm. distance between the two of us. And so in seeming like I won, like I won that, that that was me. You know what I'm saying? I actually lost. And not only did I distance myself from my wife for a time, I potentially have created a situation where 30 years from now, she'll remember this situation and remind me of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, and it's already happened in seven years. I get reminded of stuff I did year one. And I'm like, bro, I haven't done that or said that in six years, but you still remember that. And now I have wow. to live with that for who knows how long. Yeah. To me, that is the key. Do you understand wins and losses is if you can, it's called, if you can project trajectory mm-hmm. into a situation, can you look at a situation? And I guess that brings us to some some of our application points. Can you look at a situation and look over time, not just in a moment? There's a, a term called existentialism. And it's the idea of just thinking in the present. I think that we're grooming an entire generation to think just in the here and now. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the here and now is, is similar to what you're saying, Jay, is if you think here and now, yeah, you might be the victor right now in this moment. But over time, <laughs> <laughs> but over time, and over time, you're mm. going to take a loss. It's going to be a loss unlike you truly desire. And so one of the things that's, that's required in order to start getting some dubs is trajectory thinking. You have to ask yourself, if I do this now, then what? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I was reading this book. Uh, there's a book uh, by Eric Thomas called Secrets of Success. And he's giving his narrative around incident that happened with his parents. And he said that he got to a place where he he had acted in such a strong, passionate way with no real thought of what was going to happen next. And I thought, yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. When you're taking losses, you don't really know what's going to happen next. You're just acting out of impulse. You're not thinking about the future. Right. And so. Getting some wins uh, for our listeners is this. Can you think about the future? If you're not thinking about the future, then guess what? Take this L. 
Right. Yeah. Get ready for these L's because yeah. they coming. <laughs> they're come. They're going to come. So yeah. that's my first application point. What's another application point in order to start gaining some L's? What do you think, Jay? To yeah, to get to get wins. Um, to you, you, simple thing. Teach kids. I teach adults. Stop think. Stop think. Stop think. Mm. When something happens, when you're aggressed against, when somebody cuts you off in traffic, when your wife says something crazy to you, your husband says something crazy to you, when your boss says something crazy to you. And um, they will. And they will. When the neighbor that you've asked five times to keep their pit bull off your property continues Ooh. to let that happen, stop think. Oftentimes we become used to this reactionary person. We just, oh, you know, first thing, I got to live with my instincts. Sometimes instincts are good. Sometimes going with your gut is good, but you still need to think first. You still need to process. And what I've had to start doing recently, I, I tapped into my old Negro roots. And when my wife says something crazy to me or when something happens, this is what I do. I say, amen. Oh, you start saying Amen. 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 I don't know if y'all did that in y'all church. Um, uh, we did. I grew up in the for real black church. Go ahead. For, so when that when I start doing that, Amen. Whether I do it out loud or silently or whatever the case may be, it reminds me to hey, hear, try to hear what's being said. And I don't say it loud like to overshadow the person that's talking. Like hey, what are you hey, doing? Why are you singing? Man, your wife is right. Like, Jay, don't say another word. <laughs> if you if I don't hear one more amen, amen, right, right. So my Amen serves as a piece of all right. Be at peace, calm down, relax, listen to what's being said, process what's going on. If I'd have did that with that dude on the plane, things might have turned out different. But the the idea is to give myself that space to process properly and not just run off instinct, to not just, you know, it's good to trust your gut, but it's not to it's not good to be run by your gut, right? I still mm-hmm. need things to to have a logical, you know, uh, a procedure. I still need things to go through a process. And so my amen, my stop think is what helps me. And I think this would help the listener to kind of be able to uh, process better and to not just react to everything. Yeah, let me give one more application point. I think we think only certain people deserve an agenda. I, I need mm-hmm. to say this, JP. Mm-hmm. You know, for a long time, I thought I had to be a person of prominence to develop an agenda, right? Um, that other people could have an agenda. They were rightfully entitled to have an agenda. And here's what I would say, just as a point of application. Anyone can develop their agenda. You need to figure out what it is particularly and specifically that you want from a situation. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, right? I think giving our listeners the permission to say, this is what I want, because here's what it does to you. It empowers you and it allows you to no longer be a casualty to the agenda of people who live with created agendas. Mm -hmm. It allows you to now get the most out of every circumstance. And I don't mean um, just work or business. I mean, your personal relationships, along with your romantic relationships, along with any endeavor that you're involved in. So one thing that I would encourage our listeners to do is that it's okay. You don't have to be of a certain background, prominent status or stature in order to rightfully have an agenda. That is just a maturity thing. That's not something that you need to have credentialing to do. Um, And the more you're able to do it, the more you'll find joy in how you experience life um, and how you interact with people. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, my last one, and we'll wrap up that I was thinking through as you were talking, you reminded me of something. People don't think through life enough, right? So even if it's agenda planning, even if it's trying to make sure that you are not always uh, right, but want to be happy, is that we treat 
life as as checkers instead of chess. Um, okay. In checkers, I never for real. I'm not good at uh, at chess. So go go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's get a quick synopsis of the two, why the two things are different. So with checkers, you're just jumping over squares, jumping over squares, trying to get a king so that your king can just slide around and move around and 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 take over the board, right? And there's there's maybe one or two moves thought about ahead of time, right? Um, unless you're just an expert player and you've got you know ten moves ahead, but chess is usually unless you're playing speed chess, a slower game. It's more methodical. It's more pieces on the board. It's more movements that can be made. Um, there, there's a, a goal and objective. And some guys are, you know, if they're good, they're hundreds of moves ahead, right? Wow. Can Can you imagine being a hundred moves ahead of your opponent in life? And everything doesn't have to be a battle. Everything doesn't have to be thought of like their enemies out to get you. But if you're really concerned about your life and winning, you will create mm-hmm. an objective, right? You will have an agenda. You will make sure you're doing the things that need to be done so that you win. But also you'll, you'll, you'll try to plot and strategize and plan to where you're light years ahead of the competition if you're a small business, um, mm. that you're thinking through how do you navigate uh, raising your children right? How do you love your, your spouse right? Um, how do you do things at work in such a way where that if someone tries to come against you that your whole office would be like, yeah, no, that's crazy. I know BJ and that ain't the type of duty is. How do you try to live out a life in such a way where you're thinking through your plannings and you're not just hopping from one square to the next? Good. Good. That's, that's killer, man. Yeah. That's yeah. killer. Well, yeah, I mean, you know our goal. I mean, sometimes it's hard to develop that. And sometimes we need a little coaching. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, of course you do. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can always hit us up at buildabetterus.com and you can reach me at BJ116. We'd love to connect with you and help you develop your agenda if this sounds daunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where can they find you at, John? C. John Roar, S-E-E-J-O-N-R-O-A-R. If you put an H in that, John, I can't promise that you'll reach me. You'll find okay. somebody else. Okay, <laughs> okay. we're going we to find somebody. Yes, and sir. And yeah, I mean, as always, our desire is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast. This episode was brought to you in part by The Compelled Podcast, which uses gripping, immersive storytelling to bring Christian testimonies to life. Listen to missionaries, addicts, martyrs, and more who have seen Jesus at work in unbelievable ways. Listen on your podcast app or compelledpodcast.com.